0: Approaching Alameda and Buena Vista. This is the Inspirado Projecto podcast. You're listening to, of course, I'm currently on my way up to another Yachtly Cruise show. Tonight's show is at The Rose in Pasadena. And if all goes well, this episode will come out after the part one. podcast with my extraordinary conversations with Doug and Roxanne at the David Lynch book signing. There's a you know, when you ride a bus, this and I, I do not condone violence, I don't. However this funny this funny idea came into my mind. someone had left their trash on the bus. And on top of that, it's a it's a like a like a frappuccino, like a plastic frappuccino. Oh oh I know, a jamba juice, there it is. It's empty. So that means someone brought it on the bus. You're not supposed to eat or drink when you're on the bus. And this idea popped into my mind. What if each time I think I think we could we would cut down on a lot of crime, littering, uh, being mean to people. I think we would cut down on that a lot if if each time if each time we let's say for instance being on the bus you're not supposed to take the drinks on the bus not. I'm supposed to eat you know get it all over and I've seen this countless times it's just that lack lack of respect for your environment and everyone else that you're sharing it with I mean I see I see buses and subways tagged all the time with some scribble on it And I thought wouldn't that be interesting if each time you break a law like that or you you, you do something that's just against the idea of community against the idea of collaboration. It's, uh, someone just runs, I don't know, and punches you in the head. Again, I do not condone violence. I, I do not condone violence whatsoever. I've gotten into a lot of arguments with people concerning boxing, for instance. Even the UFC fighting—I mean, any of the fighting stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's just not, it's not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. Other people might like getting punched in the head, which brings us back to this. So imagine if each time uh, something like that happens, someone just runs up, bam, punches you in the head. I can tell you right now, you definitely think twice about about doing that thing again. Cuz because it's a, it's a, it's an instant consequence. Instant. Instant. So, having said that, I'm on my way to the Yachtly crew show, and I got to tell you I cannot get the Westworld theme out of my head just like when I saw season 1 of Westworld. I could not get that soundtrack on my head. I was constantly humming it to myself, whistling it to myself, thinking about the all of the intricacies and all that, all that stuff. And even before, even before I found websites where I could see it, I signed up. I email, you know, I signed up by email for. Signed up for the Delos, D-E-L-O-S. That's the name of the, the company that makes the Westworld stuff within within the TV show. For those of you who know, you know what I'm talking about. So Delos actually has a website, and you can go on there. And in the beginning, back in Season 1... You could go in there, you know, oh, hello, welcome. Would you like to make a reservation for Westworld? And you could put down how many days and whether you wanted to be a black hat or a white hat. How many people were going to be there? How long you were going to stay there? It was fun. And then, it was funny, you'd go to a page. Which would then be like a glitch. And then you were able to see into the forums. You see into the forums that the employees were in and talking on and stuff. it was really, really cool. It was a lot of fun. I love that kind of stuff. ARGs, I love them. Alternate reality games. They're, they're just, I got first caught up in this kind of stuff with Cloverfield. Back then, I didn't even know the proper terminology of that. So I... Cloverfield. Look up... If you, if you liked the movie Cloverfield, check out... Tagruato. Check out... Check out... slush Uh... There were just a lot of things that helped expand that world... Even the main characters had MySpace pages back in the day. So alternate reality games, what it does is it it, it immerses you more into the game. They did that with the the Neutron that came out. They had a website called Flynn Lives. And and you could band together with other people out there and solve, solve clues and all this all this crazy stuff I don't think I've met anyone yet that I know of who went who did that experience, that is something I'd like to do talk with those folks about what that must have been like and I'm sure a lot of them are still friends with the people that they solved these puzzles with and everything because when, when you go through something go through something like that you're, I mean you're comrades, you know when you experience something like that you, you've been through this thing So, this kind of thing happens out there, and with Westworld, there's a Delos site. And through that, you know, I would sign up for emails, and so I'd get these periodic emails, and then when Season 2 came out, you know, you'd go to the website, and you could definitely tell it was hacked, it was glitched. and There was something funky about it. And one of the emails I got was about... Training. You you know if you wanted to apply for a job, you went through this little personality test, and then you go through a personality test, and then uh, they decided I was an architect, one of the guys who makes the uh, makes makes the makes the. the, the, the Andrew made the hosts, making the hosts, and stuff, and so, eventually, I got an email about a video game, it was, it's an app, you can download, if you go right now into the app store, look for Westworld, and I gotta tell you, I, I downloaded it three days ago. And I got to say, I'm kind of addicted to it at this point. It really teaches you the cool thing about this, which I love, is that it, it is subliminally teaching you about cooperation. It's subliminally teaching you about chemistry between people. It's subliminally teaching you about foresight and consequences and the ways that dominoes can fall. And... It's, it's really intriguing. It's really intriguing. You can match up people's... what they call cornerstones. So, so if a host has a cornerstone of... let's say... they always like... painting. And you meet a guest... Who has a similar cornerstone, it'll show you, like, bling, like a connection. And when you when you got those, you know, you just have better interactions with these things. So you're, it's crazy. It teaches you about multitasking. It teaches you about, like, like it's like cooking in a kitchen, so to speak. You got all this stuff going on and you can build other areas. It starts with just the the place where the the, uh, the guests get off the train, that first place, right where the saloon is. And so you can build build up the saloon. You can build up a little sheriff's uh, sheriff's thing. You can sheriff station. You can uh, build up a general store. So you can build hosts that. Oh, gambling! If they, in the saloon, like in the saloon, they can like there are people who are looking for love. Uh, so you, there are hosts that can be built that approaching and Brand are built for love. And so you match those people up. Someone who likes gambling, you match them up. With someone who likes gambling. It's a really cool thing. You can test them Without out requests. diagnostic checks some reaction. a lot of times they'll With glitch safety, step when the bus. a lot of times these things will glitch and then you got to share them. you've got to send them to the repair shop for diagnostic to or, you know to get looked at so oh if someone oh sometimes they'll get shot like the man in black they'll show up and oh man it's just such a really just really cool game really cool game it's really just fires fires me up for number 10 the last episode episode 10 of season 2 that'll be coming out i think this sunday this Sunday, so I cannot, cannot wait to see what's going to happen there. They have done so many surprises this season, so many surprises. I got to tell you, holy moly. Surprise after surprise after surprise. You're learning that there are other aspects of the park, which is great because they left that little cliffhanger at the end of season Stop one. Requested. Please use rear exit. For your safety, watch your step when exiting the bus. There's a part where they walk through Samurai Town or Shogun Town. Or actually, not the town necessarily, but they, they go through a an area. It goes through this area, and you see the hosts, you know, frozen there. And people are like, oh my gosh, is there a Shogun Town? You know, are they going to visit that in season two? Well, I don't want to give anything away, because I want you to see the show yourself. It's very smart writing, it's, it's like, the whole show is a masterpiece. From the acting, to the writing, to the music, that soundtrack is phenomenal. Wow, that soundtrack is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing that we finished up, I think filming Black Pumpkin I think we're pretty close to finishing that up also if anything, maybe like inserts and then yeah, tonight is another show with the Aldi crew at the at the Rose in Pasadena, and then the twenty eighth, we got a private gig. It's uh, it's just incredible. I finally finished. It's about eight minutes. I try to finish it at eight minutes twenty three seconds point twenty three. So twenty three is the number of synchronicity, and of course, if you had three to two, that makes five. So. Both 5 and 23 are the number of synchronicity, and since it was 8, 8 minutes, 8 is infinity. Oh, man, just just amazing. So, yeah, the, the Operation Tone-Up video is 8 minutes, 23, 23, ideally. Ideally, Mr. Tone is going to like it. Sure, there will have to be some changes. That's how the ice cube crumbles. That's how the ice cube crumbles. Yachtley crew is playing at 10 p.m. tonight. The doors open at 9 because there's a private event until 9. So we got to do our sound uh, sound check. I think we got to be done by 5. I think we got to be done by 5, so yeah, so 3 to 5, uh, usually we go there I think like 6pm or something, good news is these days there's this special technology that a lot of sound, sound engineers have out there at some of these clubs, special technology that actually saves what's called the scene, it saves the scene. The last time you played, so that way you don't have to. It 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 gives you a shortcut when it comes time for sound check, because all of those equal equalizations, all uh, oh, that razzmatazz, is dialed in. It's dialed in. Really, really quite intriguing. <laughs> really quite intriguing so that's the good news that's the good news and we're working with people that we've worked with in the past this is the same place that we used to have a residency at every weekend, every Thursday Thursday we were up there and then they decided not to have us up there anymore because we weren't bringing in the crowds that they expected us to the way that the rose is um, the way that it's set up The way the way that the rose is set up is it's you, you don't you don't really see it from the street. The rose is is contained within a some pizza kind of a pizza place, I guess. So you don't really see the roads from the outside. And plus, that whole area, everything around that area, around that time on Thursday, it's closed. So there's no foot traffic. People have to seek it out, which makes it awesome. And, you know, because it's like a secret spot. It's not crowded, it's not crowded. But I gotta say, through, through that time, yeah, we had the residency. We, we were growing the audience. The audience was growing. More and more people were bringing people by. My firm belief is that if, if we had continued going there every Thursday, to this day, it, it got up to, and it might not sound like much, because the place probably holds a thousand people or more. But we started with... I mean, let's say the first time there was maybe eight people, and the next time there's 12 people, and the next time there was 18 people, and the next time, you know, just grew 30 people, eventually it got to about 60 people. I saw the growth, I charted it, I saw it, I saw it. As John Lennon says, All we are saying is give Yacht Rock a chance. All we are saying is give Yacht Rock a chance. All we are saying is give Yacht Rock a chance. So had they given Yacht Rock a uh, chance. I think then they would have gotten who have gotten the crowds they're looking for. I stayed up pretty uh, late last night, getting the um, the operation tone-up stuff done. It was really like 3 a.m., 3 a.m., and I think I woke up at 8. But that's never really stopped me before. You know what? That was earlier today. And as Bashar talks about, he says... He says uh, every single millimoment. Know, faster than you can actually blink, it's a brand new moment. It's a brand new moment. Brand, 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 brand new moment. 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 Over and over and over again. Over and, over and over and over and over again. So when we continuously harken back to the past and we use it for excuses as to why we're not doing what we're doing. This stops at Raymond and Union, right? Yeah? Oh, cool. Is that coming up still? right. So it looks like we're on the right track here. So when we constantly hearken back to the past as a, using that as a reason why we're doing what we're doing now, it means that we're not embracing this very moment and the, and the power that we have. And the power that we have to change oh, okay, okay Union is coming up, Union is coming up alright, uh, I need both of my hands here for this stuff I will uh, probably, I'll, I'll, I'll most like get some behind the scenes stuff later on tonight that's all for now, take care okay folks turns out there is a there's a class reunion here at the Rose tonight, 1973. They got our poster up here on the wall. The crew, right next to Ronnie Specter and the and the Ronettes, and right there. Nancy Wilson of Hart... Lonely Island was here May 27th. What in the hell? Jefferson Starship was here August 18th. (gasps) That's Lawrence's birthday. 818. 818. That's one of the few birthdays I remember. Wow. Holy shnikes. Is that Grace Slick up there? My goodness. The fix. I remember the fix. I remember... My cousin Dan would make me these these mixtapes and uh the fix would be on there. Air supply? August seventeenth. Ted Nugent Dennis Quaid and the Sharks. Johnny Lang. <gasps> what? August eleventh, buddy guy? in the, the Bullet Boys? Josh, my brother used to have, used to listen to the Bullet Boys all the time. What the hell? This is crazy. This, this is just blown my mind to play at these same venues that all of, that, I don't know, these bands I grew up listening to and or being aware of. It's intriguing to, uh, to think that I am playing it on these stages. This is a really cool area over here in Pasadena. There's a... I don't know if that's the city hall or what. reminds me of Batman. It reminds me a lot, too, of downtown uh, Wheaton. Downtown Wheaton. We're right across the street from the exhibit hall and ballroom. From what I what I understand, apparently, that is where they had the American Idol things happening. So this this uh, thing that looks like the city hall. Oh, there it is. The auditorium of the city of Pasadena. Okay. So, yeah, I guess it is this. Possibly. Um, There's a big old sign out in front that says Possible L.A. Plenty of graffiti on it. Hmm. There might even be some room on those letters to uh, to put uh, Yachtly Crew Scrawl Scrawl Yachtly Crew on there I don't have any cards with me that's the thing I'm gonna go I gotta go back I'm gonna go back going back inside I'm gonna go get some cards one thing I did not bring was a jacket however I did bring a warm gray shirt so that could very well act as a nice, warm item of clothing. Yeah, so tonight, reunion, 1973 reunion, and it turns out, oh, it's for some Pasadena High School, it, and it turns out uh, that... Sailor Hawkins, the drummer, his next-door neighbor apparently was a tour manager for some for some bands out, out in the day. And uh, and, and uh, he goes to... So he, he went to this high school, and Rob found out from him that they had a, they had a class reunion. They're going to have it here, and so he asked Rob if perhaps... If uh, Yachtley Crew wanted to play... And, uh, and of course, Rob said yes. And uh, so, wow, this is so great. Yeah, we got the, our, our quote, our step and repeat over here. They just got this thing. This thing must be 10 feet tall now that they got. So we, um, it's, ju- it's just like, you know, one of those red carpet events, the step and repeat things. I told Rob, how cool would that be, instead of a red carpet we get a, gr- a, a blue carpet. So we got this thing here for people to take photos in front of as they walk in. This is very cool. There are, uh, there are photos of the folks playing up on the walls. What a cool thing, a reunion. That must be so exciting for these folks to meet each other. Wow, interesting, it just popped into my brain, I just realized. That um, well, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. But I'll give you a sneak peek from the. uh, I like your ears. I like your kitty ears. Um. Doug at the David Lynch event was talking about was talking about a class reunion. So of course that doesn't surprise me. That here I am now with a class reunion manifested in my life. You know, it's so interesting. This was the main thing that I wanted to say and I just now realized the, the point, uh, a point that I wanted to touch upon was, it's funny, it's funny. It, it, it's such an interesting, when a test such an interesting test, and by test I mean an opportunity that is given to us by our higher minds to really decide whether we walk the talk, whether we will apply the information that we've been reading about, telling others about, etc., 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 Will we apply it? And I've had a few of those over the past few days. Interestingly enough, you know, a lot of our conversation at that David Lynch event was remaining calm in situations where it looked like there was no... Um, seemingly, either no solution, um, and/or being in a position where you just kind of had to accept what the circumstances were. And I've been in a couple of those. Not going to go deep into them because I. Well, okay. Well, one of one. Okay, one of them was happened last night. Uh um, And by last night, I mean the 22nd. This is taking place on the 23rd. On the 22nd, I went out to meet Jeff Finn at a restaurant called Talleyrand. I was going to take, you know, to get... I was going to... The whole idea was I was going to take my my book that David Lynch signed and I was going to show it to him. And say, "Look, here's this here's his here's his autograph." And uh And so the whole plan was I was going to take that with me, you know, the signed book and go up Go up to the go up to show him, so I was there at the bus stop, apparently on the wrong side of the street, so I was not on the bus and a different bus came up. things have been kind of weird lately with the uh, with uh, the metro stuff sometimes the Street signs do not match up with what the Metro app tells you or either what it says online. So for some reason, some of these numbers have been switched around. They switched them around, but they really haven't made announcements about it or or changed it, you know, so everybody knows. Or maybe it's just the, maybe the app just hasn't updated. Either way, there's a little confusion there. Added to the confusion... That I have got to start learning what the southwest corner side of the street means. Oh, it's on the southwest corner. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on the southwest corner, and it's facing east. And so I need to learn like what those, what that terminology means, because I have no. I've, it's it's tricky. So I couldn't find the bus stop, and I was just so chapped about it. From that... That bus... That, that bus ride... It was only supposed to take... I was supposed to meet him at 7. In the in the bus ride... It was only supposed to take like... I think... Uh, 15 minutes or so. And so... Uh, it was supposed to just take a very... Short amount of time. And... The the lady the bus lady took me to a different place. She goes, "Don't worry, you can hop on the bus from there." So it was just interesting, interesting, just an interesting thing. And oh, here's that that uh, Pasadena Antique Mall. That I had stopped in w- during one of these other podcasts let's walk in here and see if there's anything anything new so that's what happened i I was on I got on the bus and then i uh, the lady took me over to the spot and then I was there and I thought, okay, the next bus is not going to show up for another half hour. I'll just call my sister Jenny see if she wants to come by and see if she wants to uh, pick me up if she's able to and take me up to the, to the place talleyrand there's an elf down here huh I kill me also one of those primitive robots 2xL oh my god that's amazing holy cow it's amazing some cool stuff here So let's see, hold on, I'll take a, let's see if I can, I've never tried this before. Let me see if I can take a photo, let's see, see if I can take a photo while we're doing this. So I thought, okay, it'll be faster for my sister to pick me up and drive me over there. But it's a little bit, so you wouldn't know. And while I'm waiting for her. Something strikes me. I suddenly realize. Oh my God. I think I left. I think I left. My book. Either at the bus stop or on the bus, and I'm wondering where the heck, where the heck is that book? And all of a sudden I start freaking out, and I'm like already bothered that I'm late, and I'm already, Hmm. you know, like these things that I know I shouldn't be worried about. I mean, the process, trust the process, That's, that's the thing, trust the process, trust the process. So... so I'm you know just going oh my gosh that thing was signed and it represents so much of that night this great night that I had with these awesome people I met and meeting Lynch and all this stuff and I was just so sad at that point I said okay you know what Either I left it on the bench, so so we went back to that bench, it wasn't there. I said, okay. I either left it on the bench, there it is, someone took it, or left it on the train. So then I called up the metro station, and it was closed. So then... So then... then I just just said okay you know what I just have to resolve to just be okay with letting it go the art of letting it go I just had to trust that just have to let it go and uh same thing today, I felt a little a little rushed about getting in the train I think okay, so part of the lesson is leaving earlier, right? obviously, leaving earlier leaving earlier gets rid of so much stress number two trusting the process letting go trusting the process don't force it or it'll break these are all things oh boy, this is great Look at that. Picasso and Dali. Which I'll get to in a second. Because those... Um, Picasso relates to something. So basically, I just got to trust the process. That's it. Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust that whatever's going on is going on. And if there's a something that pops up that seems... F- dastardly scary... Like, for instance, my, my uh, rent just went up 160 bucks out of nowhere. And they go, oh, by the way, you have one month to now suddenly get 160 extra bucks. And it's like, easy for you to say. You know, it's like, I don't automatically start getting paid more when you raise the rent. Wouldn't that be cool? If I could go, oh, guys, guess what? Guys, guess what? My rent has gone up, so now I need to get paid more. So, it's, it's, it's quite intriguing. And so, I've been sitting here going, oh my gosh, how is this rent going to get paid? And it's so crazy. I've been in so many positions where something like this has happened. Where it's happened where I'm like, it's right on the edge. And you're gone. Is this the month that I end up homeless? Is this the month? That so that you know, that it all that they come in and kick me out. And so a funny thing is, I've had so many examples in the past where what's worked out just fine, where it's worked out just fine. Everything, everything. I kept telling myself, okay, okay, I just gotta trust this. Well, now, turns out we're doing this gig on the 28th. That's going to be paying us more than we're exp- we usually get. And on top of that, um, I was just sent some more wedding video files to edit in the mail. So always trust the process. Trust the process. I want to go back over here to this Picasso book. The reason what that is significant by... Is that I just saw a? I guess there's a series. Uh, there's a series of shows called Genius. On some channel, they had one about Albert Einstein. And I just recently saw a trailer for Picasso. So I'm in here. Bam. There it is. Picasso book. Right next to Dal- Right next to Dalí, of course. You know what I'm going to do? Think of a number. Think of a number. Let's see if, see if I can turn to that number you're thinking of. Think of a number between... Oh, oh, it's encased in a big thing here. Um, Alright, we'll, th- we'll do it for the Dali book. We'll do it for the Dali book. 453, okay, between 1 and 453, I think, for page. 322 is coming to me. Let's see, what let's see what's on 322. books by Dali. I've got a big, 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 big what did I say? 322? Cool. It's a a page with it's a page with uh, writing on it and photos. There's a photo of a let's see uh, it's got wall. It looks like a like a coliseum wall and it's got a series of paintings on the walls. It's got that famous one that's in that documentary Orson Welles narrates Soft Self-Portrait that Dali book uh, movie documentary where it's on the beach and it's like a body and it's back. The back is to the camera and it's got like a there's a door in front of it out there by the waves but then there's like a a crutch holding it up. A bunch of others here. An ideal vision of the ruin of the theater in figuras today, the Teatro Museo Dali, the staging done in 1961 by the author following Salvador Dali's directives and based on a photograph made by his friend Meli, includes the weaning of furniture nutrition, a sumpta corpuscularia, Lapis Lazulina, the spectre of Verni- Vermeer of Delft, which may be used as a table. Premonition of civil war. Christ of Saint John of the Cross, and the Madonna of Port Legat. On the doorstep, an officer of the king's family, a presumed descendant of Velasquez, and director of the queen's tapestry establishment. Don Jose Nieto Velasquez draws a curtain revealing the blinding outdoor light oh yeah he's down there there's a little man way down there opening up a door there's a picture over here of Dali it looks like he's driving around like sort of a, a racetrack he's in the back of a fancy fancy uh convertible and he's holding up his he's holding up his he's holding up his cane it says here, Arrival of Dali in the Bullring of Figuras, August 12th, 1961, the day of municipal festivities arranged in his honor by his native town. Here's another one down here where he's painting. It's from the side here. He's painting, and there are one, two, three, four, five people here. They're all in suits, two guys, a woman, and Dali's painting in a suit. It's just like Lynch. October 15, 1962, the Battle of Tituan by Fortuny was shown next to the picture painted by Dali on the same subject of the Palace Tenel in Barcelona. In one of the rooms of the Palace, Dali finished the Christ of Veles, which painting was to be sold at an auction for the benefit of the flood victims of the Valley of, of Vies near Barcelona. The work was brought... Bought by Mr. and Mrs. Alberetto of Turin, Italy, and is still in their collection. From left to right, A. Reynolds Morse, Dali's American Collector. Oh. A. Reynolds Morse, Dali's American Collector. Isidro B., collaborator of the painter. Oh, so this guy. Isidro Isidro B., collaborated with Dali um Eleanor Morris ah Robert Tishans and Gonzalo Suraclara cousin of the artist I'm just sitting there watching them incredible incredible If I were ever to describe what I am, it would be artist. Now, this is the other thing. I came across a book as I was talking, as I was walking. Wouldn't you know, the wild, wild west. (laughs) Of course. Of course. The wild, wild west. Made. Oh, there's. John Burroughs. M.J. Brown, John Burrow High School. Interesting. I wonder if this is a library book. No, it's not. So there's a, interesting. A whole book about cowboys. Holy shit. Jesse James, Chapter 4? My dad did his DNA. And it turns out that we have DNA with Jesse James. God. Wow. The other interesting thing is that John Garside recently told me about how when he got to school um, when he was a kid he was so excited oh, and there's a Billy the Kid one. He, he saw a uh, teacher. It was a history teacher, and he was so excited. He goes, oh, are we going to learn about the gun, the gunmen, the gunslingers? She goes, no, we don't learn about that. we learn about this war and that war and this war. The poor guy, who's so crestfallen. I'm just going to read a little bit here really quick. It's already a half an hour here. I haven't even talked to any Yachtley crew guys backstage. Any study of Jesse Woods and James, September 5th. 1847 to April 3rd, 1882. Whoa, he was less than 40 when he died. Uh, Any study of Jesse Woodson James, the celebrated Missouri ruffian, murderer, bank robber, train robber, and American demigod is best prefaced by a quick glimpse at his mother, Zerelda E. Cole James Sims Samuel. She was, by all accounts, a notable woman. After attending a Roman Catholic convent school in Lexington, Kentucky, she married... Oh, jeez, there's a little... Jesse grew up in an atmosphere of hate. Missouri men rode across the line into Kansas to cast the fraudulent votes they hoped would make Kansas a slave state. I want to see something interesting here. There's a whole bunch of photos in here. Oh, 34. It's 34. Hmm. Inscription on his grave. In loving remembrance by my beloved son, Jesse James, died April 3rd, 1882, aged 34 years, 6 months, 28 days, murdered by a traitor and coward whose name is not worthy to appear here. wonder if Jesse himself was ever a traitor. My goodness. I gotta get out of here. Gotta get out of here. I could talk at a podcast for eons. And this one is supposed to come out after the David Lynch podcast. Keep that in mind. and to his soldiers. The priest who invokes the fire monster. That means they came here to get her and to sacrifice her. They can't be far ahead of us. We'll reach her in time. Great gods, don't let me die! Oh, I beg! Please, please help me! Help me! No, no, don't let me die! I invoke thee, Anteus, Lord of fire, we offer you the last you are listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. What you just heard there was a thank you message from the 258 because 24-7 isn't enough podcast. I left them a theme song the other day. And also a fun sound collage by Man Behind the Machine. I've realized that we're up to almost an hour now, so I've subjected you to enough, my friends. Please open your minds, open your antennae, and let, let. Let, 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 the process unfold for you. Appreciate the process. Appreciate the process. If you'd like, subscribe to iTunes, uh, to Inspirato Projecto on iTunes. You can do that. On iTunes, you can search um, in your, uh, for music, uh, you can search for movies, and you can search for podcasts. So go ahead and search for Inspirato Projecto if you want. And they'll, they'll send you, uh, they'll send you the, the episodes. Take care. See you next time, if not before.